This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 272 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, which you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 272, I'm going to tell you about a new scale I bought that's kind of high tech, and we're going to talk about giving up things and realizing that, you know what, I don't mind giving up things. I've been doing that my entire life. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. I should probably do this from the school of podcasting. And uh, if you're new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm not pimping an ebook. I'm not trying to get you to join a course. I'm just a guy, or maybe in your case, uh, a chick, a woman, a, uh, yeah, that's trying to lose some weight. And so we got some feedback that I'll be sharing a little later, but I'm going to kind of revamp just for, for brand new listeners. When I was in my 20s, I gained some weight and I went, wow, I need to lose this weight. So what did I do? Well, I went to the gym uh, before I went to work. I went to the gym on the way home from work and I ate a bunch of salad and lo and behold, weight just came off. Fast forward 27 years and I'm like, holy cow, I, I have seemed to have found the weight that I lost. And you know what I did? I went to the, the gym in the, the morning and I went to the gym uh, after work and I ate a bunch of salad and uh, yeah, it didn't work. And so the original idea of this show was I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going to kind of track my progress as I go through and it'll be inspiring to people to show that, hey, you can lose weight. You just got to eat less and exercise more. And over the years, I've lost about 10 pounds and then I will gain about 10 pounds and then I'll lose five and gain five and I'll just yo-yo. And so last month, I blew out every pair of jeans I owned. Just they just said, look, I can't hold it anymore. I'm doing everything I can, Captain. But poof. So I went, look, I gotta do something. So there's a local company called Slim Genics here in Ohio. And uh basically, you know what I'm doing with them? Yeah, I'm I'm eating less and I'm exercising more. Mainly I'm eating less. But really, it's not I'm having less calories. I'm eating more food for breakfast than I have in years. I'll, I'll eat like two, 
eggs, hard-boiled. I'll have some sort of fruit. I will have some sort of vegetable like broccoli, which seems kind of weird. Broccoli for breakfast, but okay. And then maybe like a a half a cup of uh, brown rice with some, some butter on it. And that's more food than I've eaten forever. I've been getting, you know, I'll be drinking shakes and all sorts of other stuff. So that's where I'm at. And um, so this is to document my journey. And so I was doing some thinking. I was driving down the street that my office is on here in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And on the left, literally, is uh, Burger King. And then you drive down. There's the Chinese restaurant. Then there's Chick-fil-A. Then you go through the light, and there will be uh, Arby's on the right, um, Chipotle on the left, then Wendy's, then Dairy Queen, then McDonald's, and then the pizza place. And so I was driving through that. And and when I say eat less, exercise more, I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying that I'm not tempted. But I was going down the street and I just thought to myself, you know, maybe this is just something I'm not going to do anymore. Because it really wasn't as tempting as it was. I've always said there are, are your actions help build future actions. So there are, are two paths you can go by, right? If we go to the Stairway to Heaven song, right? And when you practice doing the right thing, which I've been doing, I haven't had fast food in weeks. It's getting easier. You are building the habit of not going to those places. When you go to those places, it just seems it gets easier and easier and easier. Before, when I was gaining the weight, I would literally have an Egg McMuffin and in some cases, a large sweet tea. So give me some fat followed by a giant cup of sugar. And because I was told that, uh, hey, you know, the Egg McMuffin isn't that bad of a healthy choice. Well, no, it's it's a better bad choice, but it's not a great choice. And so now I'm eating food, like actual food, like fruits, vegetables, and, and you know, chicken and turkey and and shrimp for protein. And I was thinking about this. Because some people are like, oh, I, I could never diet because I can't give up whatever. And for the record, again, I I do struggle at times. For me, it's the grocery store because as I record this, it's October. And there's Halloween candy everywhere. And it doesn't matter if it's Halloween or not. For me, Reese. If it says Reese on it, if it's a cup, if it's a stick, if it's a piece, if it's a big cup, small cup, everywhere a cup. If it says Reese on it, I'm all about it. And so the other day, I'm sitting there with my my eggs and my vegetables and my fruit. And there's this voice that goes, come on, Dave, you, you could buy like that, that package there of two cups and then throw the other one away. Just eat, just eat just one. You know you want just one, Dave. Come on, you could do it. It's just one. It won't hurt. You're down 10 pounds. You can afford one, can't you? Just one. And I went, no, because that is practicing a bad choice. Now, I realize that perfection, if we hold ourselves to perfection, that's that's maybe not the best thing. But in this case, I went, no. And I instead turned around and grabbed Shape Magazine 
or whatever fitness thing that says you can lose 26 pounds in 14 minutes on the turkey skin diet or whatever is on the latest craze, right? So it's not easy. And there are times when I'm like, oh, I got to go through the checkout. And it's it's not easy. And so I've been going through, I, because I'm buying more fresh food, I have to go more frequently. So I'm going through the self-checker outer because there's usually less candy over there. So when I say this, it's simple. Eat less and exercise more. Uh, it's not easy. Simple, yes. Easy, not always. Because you're going to have that voice in your head. And that's okay. It's awkward. It's awkward. You know those awkward situations where maybe you've said something bad about somebody or whatever has happened and, and now you're face to face with that person. And you're like, ooh, this is awkward. It's awkward. The checkout line when I have to run by the candy is awkward. But I do it. You can push through this. You can. You can do it. So I'm driving down the road, passing by all the places that I used to go to. And, you know, doing something silly like, hey, let's get a hamburger and a glass of water. It's a better bad choice. Well, it's still a bad choice. So I was thinking about that phrase. I just can't give up. Do you realize we've been giving up things our entire life? Giving up things and not really complaining about it, not really new. I don't know about you. I grew up and originally I had this like plastic car with a steering wheel that would actually steer. And it had a little thing on the right-hand side. You would pull a lever and it would go vroom, vroom, vroom. No brakes on this thing, by the way. And uh, which is amazing because I lived in Akron, Ohio, uh, my driveway was a hill, and at the bottom of the hill that was the driveway was our street, which was a giant hill. I was pulling, you know, Mach Force 1 on this thing, and I'm probably six years old. I don't know what my parents were thinking. But I eventually graduated to a big wheel, which was always weird because a big wheel is just a plastic bike for kids. And I don't know about you. Did you have the big wheel where eventually, like, part of the big wheel broke and you had, like, a big flat spot? So you'd be like, gink, 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 gink as you're riding on this thing. But eventually, you you grew up a little bit. You matured, shall we say, to a, a real bike, probably with training wheels. And then the training wheels came off. I remember my brother taught me how to ride a bike the, the first time the training wheels came off. And, you know, I'm, I'm running there and I'm really worried about him. You know, and he's like, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. And then uh, as we got further down the street, I turn around and he was standing way back there just smiling. And of course, I immediately wrecked. <laughs> but right, you mature into new, and I didn't miss the big wheel. Why? Because I had a, a big bike that I really liked. I, it made me feel good. I could ride faster and it had brakes. There's a novel idea. There's something with brakes. <laughs> I don't have to aim for the nearest telephone pole when I want to stop. So you migrate into that. Then it's a better, more grown-up choice, a more mature choice. And for me, the bike led to a moped. And this is back before mopeds had governors. That thing would go like almost 40 miles an hour. And it was cool. And did I miss my bike? Did I go, oh, I really miss pedaling up the hill? 
Because again, I lived on a street that was a hill that I would then turn into my driveway, which was a hill. So I had very strong legs growing up, but I didn't miss all that pedaling. It was kind of cool. I'd migrated into something for uh, a more grown up, more somebody who could handle responsibility. And I enjoyed the ability to go further, faster, and it was awesome. And that moped eventually, once I got a paper route, turned into a car, a 1974 Dodge Dart that I bought for $300. And that came with more responsibility, like insurance and gas and friends that wanted rides anywhere, everywhere, but didn't have any gas money, right? But I didn't miss my moped. I gave it up. And then that car led to another car and another car. And I remember when I was growing up in college, when I was in my 20s, I had watched all these afternoons school specials. And as the old saying goes, there's a time and place for everything. It's called college. And so I had learned that when you go to college, uh, you become a stupid drunk. And sure enough, for about eight months, uh, I'm going to say I was like 23. Uh, I worked as a, a waiter as I uh, was going to college. And sure enough, Every Tuesday and Thursday, my buddies would go to the Akron U bars and uh, get blotto and uh, stand on the wall and look at pretty girls and wish we had the courage to talk to them. And after about eight months, I went, you know what? Um, I'm spending money I don't have. I'm deaf. I'm going home smelling like smoke because this was back in the day. And um, beer, if you drink enough of it, doesn't do wonders for your stomach or your digestive syndrome, if you know what I mean. And I just went, you know, this is the afternoon school, the after school special seemed to make this look like it was fun, but um, not so much. And so I took a healthier decision. I made one and I kind of hoped that I wouldn't lose my friends and I still consider them friends. I don't see any of them now. That was years ago, but I just didn't do that activity with them. And instead I had met a girl that I worked with at the restaurant and started hanging out with her because, well, she was much prettier. And that led to more responsibility and a different, more healthier outcome. And so who actually eventually became my first wife. And so I didn't mind giving up the booze and the loud music and things like that because I found something better that made me feel better. So again, giving up things, not really new, but we have these people like, oh, I could never get like, I love popcorn, kind of miss popcorn. But on the other hand, when I step on that scale and it goes down, I don't miss popcorn. I went to the movies the other night, didn't have popcorn. Now, how did I do that? I went to dinner first, went to Longhorn Steakhouse, didn't get a steak, Got shrimp, told them, don't put a thing on the shrimp. I don't want your butter, tomato, salt, seasoning, nothing. Just put shrimp in fire. And they're like, great. Um, and then I had um, broccoli instead of their incredibly salted rice. And they go, great, what's your other side? I'm like, I guess I'm going with broccoli again, Alex. I'll take broccoli for 200 and a salad instead of a butter uh, you know, a, a dish of butter that is basically a mashed potato or whatever that thing is, their baked potato. And the next day, the scale went down. Now, normally, 
when I go to Longhorn, if I get a steak and a baked potato smothered in butter and whatever else, I can guarantee you Longhorn and um, there's a local Chinese place I go. I can eat either of those two places and the scale will go up the next day. Guaranteed. Change my food. Better decision. Number one, I don't go to Longhorn. My wife was like, we haven't been in a while. I'm like, all right, I'll find something to eat. Change the way I eat there. Change the way the scale moved. And I know, don't get, don't get crazy. You are not, you know, you are not defined by the number on the scale. We know that, don't we? Right? You're, you're much better than the number on the scale. So, Again, not missing giving up things. I haven't had a Mountain Dew in weeks. Not really missing it. Why? Because when the scale moves, anything that I'm going, ugh, I'm not. And, and the other thing is you will find out when you eat actual food, not this warm stuff that comes from a drive through window that you stuff in your face, I'm really not that hungry. Now, I did find this out. I was eating a cup of... Uh, my, my serving size for starches is, I believe, three-fourths of a cup, and I was eating basically a cup. Okay, so I cut back a little, and I'm eating basically a half a cup, and then a half a cup later. Uh, that, that leaves me a little, a little at times um, on the slightly hungry scale, but that's all right, because it's not always going to be this way. And that doesn't mean when I get to my goal weight, I'm going to start eating Frosties and Big Macs. And egg McMuffins. No, no, no. But I, I know eventually I'll be able to add the occasional food. You know, I'll be occasionally be able to eat popcorn, things like that. And here's the thing. It just dawned on me that maybe this is grown-up food. Maybe at this stage in my life, if I want to make it to further stages in my life, maybe this is what I got to eat. I was watching... On Amazon today, uh, on Amazon Prime, you know, you get all these videos and stuff. It's kind of like Netflix. I like Amazon Prime. I actually have both, but I like Amazon Prime because they have a lot of music stuff. And so they had a, a thing on Devo. Remember Devo from the 80s? Well, Devo is from my hometown of Akron, Ohio. And so I watched it and they explained how one of the guitar players at the age of 61 just dropped dead. And... I was um, listening to, it's called um, mm, Barry Katz uh, Industry Standard Podcast. And he was interviewing John Sally, who's a four-time NBA champion. And he was explaining how like seven NBA players died in the past. I'm sorry, six NBA players died in the last seven months. Why? Because a lot of times, and I find this hard to believe, professional athletes are eating the crap that's in the stadium. Or in the event hall, they're eating hot dogs and nachos. And I'm like, why would you feed a thoroughbred nachos and hot dogs? But they're on the road. And I'm like, are you seriously? The NBA is not furnishing some sort of chef to get these top. Wow, I find that amazing. But they're dropping dead at the age of 60. Now, I don't know where you're at. 60 is right around the corner for me. I'm 50. And the older you get the faster these years go. So maybe giving up stuff and you go, oh, I can never do it. Yeah, maybe you could because you've been doing it in the past. And in the same way that I didn't miss the bike when I got the moped because, wow, this gave me bigger, badder, faster, could do more things. Being healthy 
is going to allow me to do more things as I get into the back nine of my life. But I got to do it now because that's the one thing I learned, right? When I was 20, it was fairly easy to lose the weight. When I was 47, oh, no, it wasn't. And that's the really, you want to hear something depressing? Right now is as easy as it's going to get. Right now, if you try to lose weight right now, it will be easier today than it will be a month from now. It's just the way your body is. So you got to act now. And if somebody said, you know, I, I talked about in the last episode, if somebody handed you a glass of water and said, hey, here, drink this, it'll help you lose weight. And so I'm drinking my 80 ounces of water somewhere very close, somewhere between 60 and 80. I've the last couple of days been 80 and the weight's just fallen off. And so I don't mean to make this sound simple, but I am here to tell you, you can do it. And if you're telling yourself, oh, I couldn't give up. Well, yeah, you probably could. Because we've all been giving up things our entire life. But I am down 10 pounds. I'm down 10 pounds. And so I rewarded myself because the scale I was using. Well, before we get to that, let me uh, do a, a quick little plug here. Um, I'm telling you, I'm not selling you a book. Here's what I'll ask. It doesn't cost you a dime. The next time you go to Amazon, do me a favor. Could you please? It doesn't cost you an extra dime. Go to LogicalLoss.com and click on that banner. If you want, you could even bookmark that once you go there. But, and then shop, get whatever you want. And when you do that, um, a portion of that sale goes to me. So like last year, somebody, last year, last month, somebody got somebody from, uh, they bought a book on a guide to running ultra marathons. I made 70 cents on that. Uh, somebody bought some headphones for $26. I made a dollar on that. Um, somebody bought some protein chips. That's kind of cool. Made 86 cents on that. So it's just a little commission, but I'm telling you, it is worth it. Wow. Somebody bought a, uh, seven inch display, uh, Kindle file, t uh, fire tablet for 50 bucks and I made $2. So if enough, uh, somebody bought a Fitbit, how cool is that? For $150, wow, you got the Super Jumbo Deluxe and I made $9 on that. That's pretty cool. So it helps cover the costs of hosting, of media hosting, of internet, everything else it, it takes to, uh, to do the show. So just go out to logicalloss.com. You'll see a big banner there for Amazon and I thank you so much in advance. So I lost 10 pounds and I thought, okay, what's, what's my reward? And the reward is not food, right? And it's not, well, you finally get a chocolate frosty. No, that makes no sense. Although this guy really wanted me, come on, you could get a frosty, just one. No. And so the scale I had in the morning, you know, you, you hit a button, it zeroes itself out and you'd step on it. It does this thing. And then blah, blah, blah. Well, to make a long story, I would have to step on the scale like five or six times to get this thing to kind of weigh me. And it was some cheap scale I had from Walmart and I wanted something that measured body fat. And so I could, there, there are definitely cheaper ones on Amazon, but you know, it, I'm a, I'm a gadget geek. I love me and my gadgets. So it's a little expensive. Actually, it's a lot expensive. I bought the area wireless scale from Fitbit. And what this does is you step on it it measures your weight. It basically measures your body fat, calculates your B your BMI. Excuse me. I just, uh, just ate and I got the burps here. And um, all sorts of stuff. And then automatically logs it into 
your Fitbit software. My Fitness Pal is what I'm using. It, it'll work with just about any kind of service. Really, really cool. Now, for the record, this took me, it, before I had the scale, it took me all of 10 seconds to log my weight, if that. But it's kind of cool that it does that. And now I'm getting these other measurements. So it's my way of saying, way to go, Dave. Way to stay dedicated. Way to stay, keyword here, consistent. And so um, I wanted to tell you about that. And just so you know, if you're thinking about getting this, you can have up to eight people on the scale. And here's the confusing thing. When you get the scale, there's almost like zero directions. You get a piece of paper. I think they send you to fitbit.com slash start. And what you'll do is you download some software from Fitbit. You're going to need the login name or not the log, but the password to your Wi-Fi. And it's really cool. You fire this thing up. It uh, asks you for your login name for Fitbit. So you log in. So if you don't have one of those, you have to, to get one. It asks you for your Wi-Fi password. You put that in and then it communicates with the scale and gives the scale the Wi-Fi login name and password. And so it can then automatically publish to your stuff. So it takes all like five minutes, but I did figure out that you have to go to the website to get the software. You have to know your Wi-Fi password and then you're good to go. And then how do you have more than one person is I had to log into my Fitbit of account, go down to devices and invite someone to use my scale. And so I sent an invitation to my wife. Uh, she accepted it. And then basically once she accepted it, she went over and weighed herself and it, when you, uh, when you set this up, you put in like your initials. And so she stepped on it and the scale is smart enough to know that, wow, you're way different than Dave. And so it guessed, Hey, this must be you. And so it will guess, you know, who's what user it is. And if it guesses wrong, there are ways you can press the, the scale to say, no, this belongs to somebody else. You can also fix it in the software, but it's a little expensive. Actually, it's a lot expensive, 130 bucks. Now I did compare it to some of the other ones, the Wi-Fi things and iHealth and they're, they're all like 150 bucks. So this is actually a little less, but, and definitely not needed, but being a gadget guy, I, uh, I love it. So if you're ever thinking of one, it does work. It's pretty cool. Here's the one thing though I found out. I weighed myself this morning and it is consistent, meaning I weighed myself three times on it, and every time it said I was 211. That's great, except my old scale said I was 213. So there's, it looks like I lost a ton of weight today, and no, I just switched scales. So I can live with that because um, I'm happy that it's consistent. One of these scales is wrong. Not sure which one. So that's uh, my quick review of that. And then lastly today, I got some feedback. From Thrifty Gen B, and if you'd like to re leave a review for uh, the show, it really, it helps the show get found. It helps the show get more popular more listeners we have, more people chiming in. It's a great thing. It doesn't cost you again, uh, and it does help the show. Just go to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes, and here's what she said. She left me a three-star review, so three out of five. And so she says, Dave tries. He really does. And on the surface, the stuff he says makes sense. Move more, eat less. But it's also so gimmicky. He plays around with apps and programs, but never seems to get anywhere. And when he finally does have progress, he acts like it's just common sense and everyone should know what to do and how to do it. Duh. The latest being his fascination with Slimgenics. From his description, this does not sound like a program that could be sustainable, but it does sound like a starting point which is exactly what it is. Um, 
And I certainly wish Dave the best with this program. Well, thank you, Jen. Uh, for real mindset change, I highly recommend Half Size Me and also Lift Like a Gift. Now, Half Size Me, for the record, when you go over there, are going to try to sell you an ebook and things like that. And Lift Like a Gift, when you first listen to it, is playing illegal music. They're playing Katy Perry as their theme song. And I went, hmm. But it's all about lifting. And I'm going to check these out. I, I did notice that Half Size Me is more, um, it's a female host interviewing females. So maybe, maybe I'm just a little too male for you. I don't know. Um, the host talks about, in this case, Lift Like a Gift. The host talks about loving who you are now um, in both those podcasts while changing your mindset to ultimately achieve your best self. So I've never thought I didn't say don't love yourself, but okay. Uh, you will pick up tips, but they won't be the little list like Dave sometimes shares from an article. I'll keep listening. Thank you, Jen, because I'm a podcast junkie. Awesome. And I do produce two shows before Dave dismisses me completely. I would dismiss you and not the ones I mentioned above. So you produce two shows, but you didn't name them. Interesting how people hide behind whatever. Um, and the sound quality is usually quite good. Well, again, I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. I am talking into a $300 microphone um, that I actually got for free, but that's a whole other story. It's not easy to pull off. That is true. I do hate the intro music. You hate thin uh, because I think only wanting to be thin is a pure, is a poor goal. Well, come on now. Really? You think that's the only goal? No, it's just a fun song. Um, but anyway, I want so much more for myself, but that's just me. It is just you. Because I know a lot of people really love the intro. Actually, they don't love the music. They love the whole you know, the whole mantra, you know, it's not a sprint or it's a marathon and blah, blah, blah. I've had a lot of people comment on that. So I listen for the entertainment, the entertainment value, but I do not expect to learn or be inspired. Well, so I thought about this and here's the thing. If we try to please everybody in our life, we're not, right? We can do what we can to be kind, caring, compassionate people. But in my case, this podcast is about my weight loss story. I've interviewed different people. I've had authors on and um, I've had, I read your emails. I read your things like that. So I share with the group, but I'm a dude that loves geekery. So I'm going to talk about apps and you'll notice that when I go, the reason I do that is because some of us get bored doing the same thing over and over. That's why I love apps. Because it's something else that's not the same old, same old. Because when we get bored, we quit. And the whole goal is to keep going. So that's why I love my apps. That's why I love my Fitness Pal. That's why I love the 7 app. I've been doing that. And um, so thank you, first of all, to Jen for the feedback. I deeply appreciate it. Because I moved her enough to get off the couch, go over to her computer, fire up iTunes, and leave a review. And you can do that same thing, by the way. Go to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes. And uh, maybe you want to, if you want to leave me a three-star, that's fine. If you want to leave me a five-star, that'd be even better. Two, three, anything will help uh, the show. So thank you, Jen. And uh, I'll put links to these. Half Size Me and Lift Like a Gift. Lift Like a Gift. That's a strange name. But, um, and um, if you want to check those out, by all means. If you don't like this show, that's okay. Because I, I want to bring this into weight loss. When you start making better choices, right? When I made a better choice with the whole college thing and drinking, you know, some of my friends didn't like that. 
And in, in a certain way, I'm not as close to them as I was, but that's okay. You know, and in this case, maybe Jen isn't my target listener. This The people that like this show like them somewhat kind of short, like 20 minutes or so. Um, I talk about gadgets because I like gadgets. And I try to find articles on the internet that hit me. If it inspires me, if it excites me, well, then I talk about it. So that's how the show comes about. And if you like this show, by all means, listen. If you could, tell a friend. If you don't like the show, then don't listen. Go go check out uh, Half Size Me. Uh, there's all sorts of tons of, of shows on uh, health. And I know this is usually in the top 100, our show. I think the last time I checked, we're in the top 50. So thanks again so much, Jen, for uh, the feedback. And um, I'll try to be more inspiring, but... I gotta be me. I got to be me. So that is going to do it for this episode. And um, realize that if you have been telling yourself, I can't give up stuff, uh, you probably have in your past and you live through it. And maybe it's just time to eat some grown up food. Maybe. Don't know. Thanks so much again for visiting the Amazon links. Take care. And uh, let me remind you, that while you you can't restart the story, right? Where you are right now is where you are. You're not defined by your mistakes. You're not defined by the number on that scale. But there's a little bit of time left and you can change the way this story ends. I just recommend that you do it today because the longer you wait, the harder it gets. You can do this. I'll see you next week with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies. I guess I'll have to exercise